welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. In today's podcast, we feature an episode from PaintEd with Torlando. In this episode, Torlando talks with Bill Hatch from Triple Braided World about leadership, what qualities make a successful leader, and how not to end up on that lonely island where most leaders find themselves. This episode is sponsored by Davis Construction, Viva HR, the Commercial Painting Industry Association, and Breakthrough Academy. Welcome to Paint Ed. My name is Torlando. I am your host. So glad to be in the podcast chair today with you guys. I uh, am so uh, excited for today's show. Today is a beautiful sunny day. I'm sure many of you folks out there getting the exterior work done, getting things moving, pouring the paint on, loving it. And I am, uh, yeah, I'm excited for the show. Uh, something that's been on my mind, something that I've been doing a little bit on the side here is I'm I'm working on a, uh, I'm working on a new book project. You guys know that I you know, got the, the book Sprint, uh, the, which is all about productivity, and it's a, a management system. But now i am got my eyes set on leadership, things that make a good leader. And I've been reaching out to my network, trying to crack this code, this leadership code, trying to figure out what makes a good one, what makes a bad one. So I've been talking to a ton of people. And there are a few things that I've learned there are a few common threads. Um, you know, something that I've noticed is that when people talk about good leaders that they've had in the past, they talk about people who were uh, in service to them. Uh, they they tried to they cared. You know, they 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 cared about more than the work that they were producing, but they cared about their personal lives. They knew and recognized that the people working were more than their job, that they had a life outside of work. They cared about these things. In opposition, bad leaders tend to focus on themselves. They tend to focus on the things that they want, things that they want to get out of people, and they treat them like tools. People don't like that. Doesn't doesn't rub doesn't rub the right way. Uh, and another thing that I've noticed, and I, and maybe you felt this too is that as a leader, sometimes it can feel really lonely. Sometimes it feels like, uh, you know, you don't really have anybody in your organization, maybe not even at home in the community that you can really talk to about the stuff that you're going through, which is why, you know, Facebook groups like our Facebook group, the Pain Ed Show, or the Pain Ed Group is so valuable because it helps you not feel all alone. But the question that I have is, should leaders, should it be that way? Should you feel so isolated in your own company? I don't, I don't think you should. And so I'm, I'm bringing on a guest today. We're going to talk about this topic. His name is Bill Hatch. He is with the uh, Triple Braided World. He's a business leadership coach. I'm really excited to have him on. If you are uh, interested in, if you're, let's say you're listening to this show right now and you want to watch the video, you want to see my 
beautiful, beautiful face. Then I recommend you go to PCAPayEd.org and download PCA Overdrive. PCA Overdrive is our app that a lot, that has all of the video content that PCA produces. I'm telling you, we produce a ton of video content. We've got some of the smartest minds in the industry producing content. We've got an excellent video team at the PCA uh, polishing this stuff up. It's looking so good. Just go to uh, PCAPayEd.org to download PCA Overdrive, and you'll get 400 plus hours of video content. It's $5.99 a month for uh, non-members, free with membership. Uh, a couple other awesome things that have launched this uh, season, this year, um, jobs.pcapayed.org. Uh, this is a job board. So if you are trying to hire a new painter, I know that we're all out there recruiting, um, go to jobs.pcapayed.org and list your job and you can leverage a tool called Viva HR, who is our partner on the project. And you can expand your post to over 50 different job listing sites, Indeed, Monster, Google, all those things. It's a really great deal, really phenomenal value. Highly recommend it. And when you hire those folks, you know you got to keep them. What's going to help them stay? You know they love those bennies, the benefits. Offer them a health plan. And uh, we've got really great options as a trade association um, through our partners. Go to PCAMedicalBenefits.com. Okay, so I'm going to bring Bill Hatch on, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about leadership. So I'm, I'm really excited about this. Um, let's go ahead and welcome Bill Hatch to the show. Hey, Bill, wow. welcome to Pay Ed. Thank you, Torlando. Hey, uh, I'm really enjoying your, uh, your, your setup here. It's, uh, it's really cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Got the got the old home office set up, you know, the pandemic, uh, you know, I just couldn't you know, get on the, all these video calls and I just couldn't, you know, I had to have a good background, you know, and if I'm yeah. if I'm with paint edge, you know, you got to you got to have some some paint action in the background. Absolutely. Absolutely. But your uh, your your special effects and uh, and all of the uh, and the little uh, pop ups at the bottom of the screen, that's really <laughs> handy and cool. I gotta, yeah. I gotta figure out how to do that on my podcast. Oh, for sure, for <laughs> sure. So, uh, so Bill, you know, we we had a conversation a couple weeks ago. We started talking about leadership, and and I thought you had some really great insight, um, you know, on on those qualities of of a leader. So much so that I thought, gosh, I got to bring this guy on the show and and uh, and spread some knowledge with us. Um, in the intro, I talked a little bit about that thing that I think a lot of us feel as leaders where it just feels so lonely at the top. Why, why is it so easy to get isolated as a leader? Gosh. Um, well, part of it has to do with the, with the training. Um, so, many, so much training focuses on turning a leader into an island. Mm. That uh, um, that it kind of it, people expect that that's what has to happen when uh, when they become the leader. Um, you know, there are also other natural things like the fact that now that you're in charge, the people who were your friends a moment ago are now your underlings, if you will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they now answer to you, and uh, and you're in charge. And that can be isolating for uh, for many people. Um, yeah, it's just one of those. Yeah, 
I think that's common, uh, you know, especially when, you know, at, at for a lot of painting companies, the owner, um, you know, starts in the field themselves, they're painting, they're, they're getting too busy, they start adding crew. And those first relationships that you have, those first hires that you have, sometimes they are coming from your, you know, extended friend group. Um, you are working day in and day out with them, you become friends. And then as you continue to grow, and maybe you add another uh, crew or something like that, you, you do start to get separated and you pull yourself out of the field. And that, and I think you're right. I think that that can uh, be one of those moments where you, you see this shift where it's like, oh, we can't be so buddy-buddy anymore. Um, I actually have to start acting like a boss. Um, but you said, you mentioned that, you know, training is part of the issue. And, and I got to be honest with you, Bill, in our industry, you know, the, the PCA does a really great job, you know, providing materials and there are some you know coaches out there but a lot of us are just kind of figuring this out the 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 hard way we're, we're you know making mistakes we're you know hurting people's feelings on accident not not intending to um and uh, a lot of it a lot of it is uh you know it's just hard to come by that training so what can we do to to kind of better prepare ourselves to be the kind of leader that is a little bit more engaged, isn't necessarily um, putting themselves on an island. And, and, I, and I'll tell you this, uh, Bill, there's, I think, in a lot of um, thought leadership in not only our industry, but just across the board, there's this idea that as an owner, as a leader, that you are supposed to turn your business into a passive asset and that the reward of being a business owner is being able to step away, being able to go on vacation and being able to essentially distance yourself from the business. But, you know, I kind of get the sense that that's not always the best plan. What are, well, what are your thoughts? I'm thinking that it can be both. Um, you know, you want to have being, being able to pull yourself away from business and go on a, go on a vacation isn't the same as turning yourself into this island or getting yourself onto a into an ivory tower, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's it's a completely different thing because one requires you to train somebody um, to take over your position, yep. and uh, which is always a good thing to do because you do want to have some kind of passiveness to your business. I mean, if it's something you've been working on, it's probably close to your heart and you don't want to leave it entirely. But sure. uh, um, but you do want to be able to go and spend time with your family and and uh, um, do all those things that make it make owning a business worthwhile. The, the trials and hardships of owning a business worthwhile. Um, and, uh, you know, um being there for your people and having an inner relationship with them is definitely different from uh, from being able to withdraw yourself from the business. Sure. And sure. so, really, I think you can have you can. This is one time when you can have your cake and eat it too. Okay. Well, well, tell <laughs> us tell us how. You know, before before the show, you mentioned this idea of moral leadership. Tell us mm -hmm. tell us what that means and how that applies to um giving yourself the ability to have that flexibility and freedom while not completely isolating yourself and 
being detached from your business? Well, in short, moral leadership is a style of leadership where you are concerned and connected with your, with your, not just your people, but with the community around them as well. Um, okay. You know, clients, um, the people who, uh, who might be affected by your work, um, you know, and, uh, um, and all of them to be concerned and connected with them. Um, through, uh, I, use, uh, I use a system of eight pillars um, mm -hmm. that, uh, um, that help step, set this all up. So that uh, um, so that you know, so that you're a part of that community, but you're still a leader in the community, and so you, uh, um, yeah. So, so what are yeah, so you got sorry. eight pillars? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's let's talk about a couple of them. Okay, you know we probably don't have time to go through all eight, but let's let's take a, a handful of of, uh, uh, of these ideas and and you know throw them at the problem so that we can. Yeah, you know, walk away from the show with uh, something tangible. What's what's sure. a good pillar to talk about? Well, a good pillar to talk about is uh, controlled discipline. Okay. Um, one of the hard parts of being a business owner, um, no matter what industry you're in, is discipline. Um, when somebody will do something incorrectly or just downright wrong, mm -hmm. and you have to decide what to do. And depending on what that wrongness was, it could really trigger you to, uh, to, to, to lash out, to want to instantly fire the person. Mm -hmm. Controlled discipline gives you, um, through, uh, through a connection with, uh, with meekness, that you know, I don't always know what's perfectly right. Mm -hmm. um, tying that together with the, the idea of punishment um, for something that's been wrong and, uh, and tying that together with, um, with a sense of encouragement because this is someone you've put time and effort into. Excuse me. And uh, no problem. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure when you hired that person, you saw some quality that, uh, um, that made them, an ideal candidate for you. Um, you trained that person, taught them uh, your way of doing things, how to how to make things work, and mm -hmm. they have now made a mistake. Yeah. So you have to decide what to do about that. If you want to waste all that time and effort that you put into uh, hiring and training the person, or do you want to build on that? And uh, um, and while making it clear that there's some sort of there's some sort of cost to what they did wrong um mm -hmm. but you're not lashing out at them you're not punishing them at least not uh, at least not harshly the worst yeah. uh, the worst that i i usually uh tell people to do is to retrain yeah <laughs> like, which can be hard to do because it's like okay we're going back to the basics now this is where you messed up and we need to retrain you on, on how to make this right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that, you know, businesses, um, you know, I don't, I don't really see a business as a, as a, um, a punitive organization. You know, I, right. I don't, I don't think that there is a really a place for that. You know, that the, these, mm -hmm. these people are working adults. They are not, 
you know, grade school children, um, you know, if you if you treat them like that, they'll probably act like that. You know, we, we really have to kind of Absolutely. rise above that. I uh, last year I had a guy in the show, Tim Brown, and he was um, he was talking about discipline. And he said that uh, he talked about the root word of discipline being the same root as disciple. Um, you know, the 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 idea being that discipline originally was not punishment. It was um, an alignment of of a way of being you know if you are a disciple you are following your leader and you are following their path you are following the way that they uh they do things the way of the the way of life um their 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 purpose and so you know i think what i like about this this idea of controlled discipline here is that you know we are teaching them a discipline we are not disciplining them we are teaching them a discipline and their discipline is the trade it is the practice it is the way that they serve the customer and so this idea of uh not looking as a mistake at uh, not looking at a mistake and thinking of it as an opportunity to uh to punish or criticize but that idea of retraining i think is uh i think mm -hmm. is is really where our mindset should be when it comes to mistakes because look everybody's human you know makes mistakes yeah. happen um you know hopefully they're not habitual um, but and, and hopefully you just did a good job hiring in the first place um, mm -hmm. to, to make sure that you're not, you know, hiring a bad actor. Um, so that's that's really good. So what's a, what's another pillar that we've got here? Um, well, another one uh, that I really uh, like um, is taking a well, taking a stand. I've never been able to come up with a good uh, with a good one word for it. Sure. <laughs> but uh, um I tried saying challenge, but uh, uh, challenging, but uh, basically standing up for what's right, when no matter what the cost. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it absolutely can cost you to do what's right. Um, unfortunately, this isn't uh, this isn't a perfect world, and uh, um, and sometimes doing good isn't the uh, isn't the most cost effective thing to do, and. Sure. So this one can be very difficult to do all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, doing what's right in, in the face of everything, um, you know, because it, it could it could cost you your business. It honestly could. But uh, you have to ask yourself, is doing what's right the right thing to do? Is that is doing the wrong thing going to bring you the satisfaction that you thought you'd have. And long-term, we know that, um, that a lack of ethics is not a good thing. Um, sure. You know, you can look through history at some of the biggest companies that have ever been. And when they stopped acting ethically, um, things eventually, you know, they were able to make uh, some good money for a while. And, sure. uh, but then, uh, but then things fell apart. People go to prison and, uh, um, you know, lose, uh, lose their, their fortunes, their families, all the things that are important, that are truly important to them. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah. So, yeah. uh, so and definitely. I, yeah. And I see that, you know, and just in the, in that term of moral leadership, I would think that, mm -hmm. you know, honesty, doing what's right would have to be um yeah i mean it has to be a pillar um 
I think that if your employees, um, you know, I think sometimes people make exceptions to rules and to standards and they do that um, often because of money. Um, and it's, and, and it's not always a, a greed thing either. It's not like, it's not like people are always, you know, grubbing after, you know, trying to, trying to, but here's the thing when you, it's, it's so common to get into a, into a job where it's like, okay, I thought that I bid this right, but you know what? It was a little too slim. And, uh, and now the hours are building up and building up. And if we don't do something here, um, you know, we're not going to have great margins. We might even be paying, uh, you know, for this job. And right. so that makes it very tempting to start cutting corners, not out of greed, but out of fear that you're going to lose your shirt. And I think it is really imperative for a leader to take a stand and say, you know what, we're going to own the mistake on this, but we still got to do it right. Because otherwise, when you, the thing is, is when you show or you teach exceptions, those exceptions always become the rule. Right. Yeah. And that's becomes training for your, uh, for your employees. Um, you know, they see you doing it. Um, there's an old electrician's joke that uh, uh, that I always love, but uh, um, the uh, the apprentice is watching the uh, the, the master electrician, of course, doing mm -hmm. his thing, and and one day uh, and one day the apprentice um, is around the edge of the building, and he looks around and he sees the uh, he sees the electrician look around, stand on one leg, and grab two hot leads and put them together, and everything's fine. And, he, and the apprentice is like, wow, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. and, uh, um, and later that day, he's in a situation where, uh, where he should be shutting the power down and doing all that stuff to, to hook up the hot wire. But he's mm -hmm. like, well, I know how to do this now. So he stood on one leg, grabbed the two hot leads, and woke up in the hospital. Oh. <laughs> and the electrician uh, is there, and he's like, why did you do that? Like, well, I saw you do it. You stood on one leg, grabbed the two hot leads, and put them together. And he's like, Yeah, but that's my wooden leg. Okay. <laughs> so he taught an exception as yeah. the rule without meaning to. I see. And, yeah. uh, and that one, somebody could have gotten killed. But, yeah. Uh, um, but, you know, it's, uh, you know, not always that bad. But, uh, um, but right. yeah, you don't want to teach the exceptions to be the rule. Yeah, for sure. So what's a, what's a third pillar that we can, we can learn about moral leadership? Well, one of the whole thing kind of bases on humility. Um, and it's not, it's not humility as in being, feeling worthless, that, that's mm -hmm. where a lot of people get confused about humility. Humility is more about being an empty cup, ready to mm -hmm. be filled. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, I don't know everything. That used to be that used to be the joke when I was in college that, that uh, you know, everybody said, anytime you had a question, oh, go ask Bill. He knows everything. Mm. But I know I don't know everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh um and I'm always ready to learn from someone else. Um you know, no matter who uh, who that person is, um you know, and 
but beyond that, to give others a sense of self-worth. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, hey, you know what? I may be the big muck and muck trainer here, but uh, um, but that doesn't mean you're not great. Yeah. You know, you do what you do, and you probably do it really well, probably better than I could do it. And uh, um, and that gives you worth. That gives you value. Yeah. And uh, um, you know, we have to uh, we have to remember that we have to build a build up an empathic bridge to people to feel where they are, who they are, and find their worth, um, you know, beyond, uh, beyond what it is that, uh, that we're worth, yeah. um, you know, being in the right place and, uh, and controlling that, um, is really, uh, it, it's really basic in a lot of the, uh, in a lot of the principles and a lot of the pillars is yeah. this, uh, this feeling of humility. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you know, that idea of, of worth, I think is so, um, so important for leaders to, to understand mm -hmm. because I see trends in the world and I see trends in, in work and, you know, in, in the old days you could show up, you put in your hours and, and what you're worth is the, the time that you put in and, you know, people, businesses are like, well, that's, that's kind of silly because, you know, anybody can just show up. We can't just have, you know, we just can't have warm bodies uh here we have we actually have to hold them to producing something and so you have all of these models these business models that um reward productivity and outcomes mm -hmm. and uh the there there's a, a giant push i mean i'm even reading a book right now um gosh what was the what's the title i got it like i got it in my backpack it's uh it's it's all about outcomes um what's that book well, of course, I can't find it, but it's uh, it's it's all about you know outcome-based um, marketing and 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 really it really boils down to like your value is kind of inextricably linked to what you're able to produce. Mm -hmm. And as I've been reading this book, I've I've been thinking that is not not very human. You know, it's it's mm -hmm. it's not. It, it really is uh, so focused on it, it almost treats the the individual like a like a cog in mm -hmm. in the system and it doesn't account for the fact that they're real human beings who have goals who have dreams who have mm -hmm. ambitions and visions and feelings and an emotion and they have hard times and they have hard days and weeks and months and and they you know they go on maternity leave and paternity leave you know they they have they're people. We're all people. And the more that I, the more that I think about leadership and the more that I think about outcomes and getting, getting people and leading people to positive outcomes, the less I'm convinced that their value is, um, uh, completely, uh, linked side by side by, by their output. Um, I have to believe that, that, a that a leader, that is a good leader cares more about the individual than, than their productivity. Now, obviously productivity is essential. Um, mm -hmm. but being, being human is, is more so. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I like this a lot. I like this and, a lot. And I do think that it takes humility to recognize that. Yeah. And, uh, um, 
and recognizing the value beyond productivity will actually help productivity. Sure. Um, yeah. You know, because the person will feel valuable and feel valued. And, uh, um, you know, and people will tend to work harder for the person who brings that out. Of them. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Bill, um, if, if we get this moral leadership thing right, uh, what, what does our life look like at the end of the day? At the end of the day, the, well, the leader can look forward to having a community around them. Um, you know, not just a handful of employees who have value as product as producers, but as a team, really as a, as a team, um, you know, you look at the way uh, you look at the way a football team uh, takes around its coach. You know, when uh, you know when they win, when they lose, yeah. you know, whatever happens, that kind of uh, that kind of camaraderie, and the people they affect will also be affected by this. And uh, um, you know, you'll find the community coming around, um, customer satisfaction going up, uh, employee satisfaction going up. And, uh, um, you know, so, uh, so longevity will be, uh, will definitely be, um, something, uh, something that will come along, um, you know, productivity and, um, and workplace stress will productivity will go up, workplace stress will go down yeah. and, uh, uh, because everyone's there to support each other. Um, it kind of becomes infectious. Because uh, the way the the way the leader is, so the uh, so the disciples follow. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So uh, um, so definitely uh, good things all around. Awesome, awesome, Bill. Uh, if, if folks want to learn more about you, where should we send them? Uh, well, um, easiest place would probably be my Facebook page. It's uh, tbw or tbw business. Yes, Facebook.com slash TVW business. And uh, that's the uh, that's the easiest place to find me. You can uh, set up uh, set up a, a quick chat with me through there. And, uh, um, and yeah. Awesome. It. Awesome. Thanks, Bill. I appreciate you being on the show today. Oh, it's been my pleasure. All right. There you have it, folks. Bill Hatch with Triple Braided World. Uh, great conversation about leadership and uh the the morality behind it you know i really feel like over the past few years you know the on the early end especially when i was building my team that the the word the keyword was delegate 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 you got to get out of the bucket you got to get out of the bucket and while i do strongly believe that delegation is critical to management um, I don't, the, the less I believe that leadership is, uh, so easily handed off. In fact, I think that, um, leadership should be part of who you are, who you're becoming. Um, you know, should you, should you have multiple leaders in your business as it grows? Yes. But you have to continue to develop those leaders. You have to be present. You have to be open. And I would even say, make an effort if it's if it's a couple times. Some of you guys have huge business out here. 
it's a couple times a year, a couple times a quarter. Go down, meet the apprentice, take them to lunch, be present in their lives. Um, you will get people who work really hard for you. That's that's the truth. Because when people don't feel like they have a leader, when their leader is not present, that's when the real problems happen. That's when stuff starts slipping. Because they think, if you don't care, then I don't got to care. Great show today. Great show today. Uh, folks, please do me a favor. And uh, if you have not hit the subscribe button on the uh, on the podcast medium that you are uh, on, please hit the subscribe. Of course, if you uh, would like to watch this on PCA Overdrive, please do go to PCAPaintEd.org and uh, download the app. Uh, if you're not a member of the PC, I actually highly recommend being a member. There's so many other additional benefits. You got the painter training, tons of stuff. Um, and by the way, uh, I mentioned I've mentioned this before, but you can get my book, Sprint, the Scrum Playbook for Paint, Trade, and Craftsman Professionals on Amazon.com. All you have to do is search for my name, Torlando, and the word Sprint. It'll come up. It's a great tool for productivity management. Uh, that's it for the show, folks. So glad to have you on. Uh, my name is Torlando, and this has been another episode of Paint Ed. Paint Ed podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.